Hey everybody and welcome back to the We Are Autism podcast. I think this is episode number four which is awesome and I hope every single one of you guys listening has had an awesome weekend and having an awesome day today. So this podcast today is all going to be about motivation and I'm going to try and put seven minutes of the best motivation that you need into this podcast. So if you're enjoying this podcast and you'd love to support this podcast, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash the Aspie world. And you can also support the secret podcast and a secret vlog if that's what you're into. Um, And there's plenty of options on there. So it would be greatly appreciated if you want to, but there's no pressure if you don't. And um, yeah, that'd be awesome. Also, let me know what you think of this podcast by tweeting me at the Aspie world on Twitter. Let me know what you guys think about it. I reply to every single person and I also follow everyone back as well. So if you want to give me a cheeky follow, I'll follow you back. No worries. So yeah, seven minutes of the best motivation you need with these two true stories, real life stories. One is from me and one is um, from my uh, cousin, Uh, but it's me telling both stories. So here we go. Hope you enjoy. Okay, so basically I wanted to go over something that I feel is super important that everyone needs to know this story because it's super, super good. Um, so I'm gonna tell you two stories. The first story is uh, about my cousin, John. So I have a cousin called John and he was 69 years old at the time. And uh, so this is the story. This is how to be motivated and, and how we've, nobody can have any excuses and just super get motivated. So my cousin, John has been a a bodybuilder for years when he was younger up until he was about maybe 20 he was a bodybuilder he'd go around and he'd uh he'd try in competitions locally never got really any bigger than being like a local competition or maybe even like a national one but just in wales not the uk not in in europe and certainly not in the world and he he did okay but then his life to go you know he had he got he had kids and then he got like a normal job and then he spent his time with his family and making sure that his family were, were taken care of and then he, he's been working his you know butt off to, to make sure they had a lovely house and all these things and it was really cool he's a, he's a nice guy and um, he just forgot all about bodybuilding and never did it but his dream when he was a kid and I spoke to his brother about it which is another cousin of mine he said that he always wanted to be a world-class bodybuilder right he wanted to be a world champion bodybuilder and he wanted to be number one um, and it was crazy because I mean that's a crazy goal if anyone wants to be you know number one in the world there's a lot of effort to go in there so giving up a 20 years old he figured that he'd never be a bodybuilder ever again so um when he was 69 he decided that he wanted to get back into bodybuilding so i i noticed that i'd seen him around you know he's behind like protein shakes and stuff like that and so he started bodybuilding and he was super old you know he hadn't bodybuilt for, for 30 40 years or whatever and uh, he was he was you know super out of shape so he decided that uh he wanted to to bodybuild so he started working out and really going for it and and cutting and and doing all these things and and being really you know athletic and doing all these things and and he worked nights right so it's really difficult to lose weight and to build muscle you need to be awake during the day and sleep at night right but he was working nights so he was having to go to the gym after he finished work at early hours in the morning and then do it as much as he could in in kind of like daylight if that makes sense so it was a really, really hard task, but he never gave up, right? He had this goal. He's like, I want to be a world-class bodybuilder. So, okay, okay. So he, he he worked out, he worked out, and he entered a local competition, and he won, right? A local competition. Okay, cool. You know, 69-year-old guy, wins a local competition, great. So then he enters into the national competitions. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. He enters into the British competitions, and he wins the British competition, right? Which is crazy. And then he goes for the national ones, which is like uh, all of the... Um, 
the European uh, countries as well, I think. I don't know why they call it that, but it's, it's like a national kind of European one. And he goes to that and... Oh, no, no, sorry, sorry. Okay, so there's, there's two Brits. There's like the British one and then there's a the national one. So he wins the British one. He goes to the national one and then he wins the national one as well, which then gives him a ticket to go to try out for the European one. Now, when he does the European one, he uh, he fails. He fails. He doesn't get. He comes in second place in the European one. And what would happen if he won the European one? Then he would have been eligible for going into the world one. And the world one was held in Florida that year. So he didn't get the the, the you know he didn't get the ticket. He didn't win the 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 European one and didn't get it. Now when he was when he lost, he said, "Oh, I'm not going to do it again. I, I wanted to give up this one year and try to be you know world class bodybuilder, and hopefully that will be it." But he failed. So then he hummed and hard for a bit and, you know, Christmas came and that. And then he decided, he was like, no, January, I'm 70 years old. I'm going to be, he said, he said to me, he said, I'm going to be a world-class bodybuilder. I'm going to be number one. And I looked at him and I said, you know, you can do it. Do it, man. Do it. I love people trying to do their passions and doing their dreams. So he's like, I'm going to do it. It's like, okay, do it. So then he, um, and this guy's my hero, right? This is why. So he tried and tried and tried. He gained and gained and gained and he, he cut and he worked out and he built himself. So he went to locals. Then he won the British ones, then he won the, the national one, then he won the, the EU one, which is the European one, and then he got his ticket to go to the world uh, competitions in Florida. Like, he's competing in the world bodybuilding contest, and this was last year, and he said to me, I seen him, and he was, he, he didn't know how he was going to do it, and you have to kind of, anybody doesn't know this, you have to... Um, pay for all of your uh, your flights and your hotels and stuff like that because you know if you haven't won and you know, they're not going to pay for you to know you know to do all this stuff so you have to kind of self-fund it all so um I, I seen him when he was shopping in tesco which is a local store here in in the uk and i went over to him and i said to him hey john how are you doing and he said look i'm, I'm raising money because i really want to go and i can't afford all the all the flights i said okay cool so i donated some money to to his cause um I really promoted it. You know, this is this is interesting. There's a guy who's giving it his all. He's 70 years old. Super inspirational for anybody who wants to kind of doing anything. And I thought, look, if I don't support him, then who am I? You know. So I supported him. I gave him some money, and we managed to raise enough for him to go. Uh, but this is this is cool. This is pinnacle for getting him there. So he gets all the stuff together. And I remember seeing him before he went. I said to him, John, you know, you nervous? And he goes, No, I'm not nervous. I said, Why? And he said, Look. Money doesn't motivate me, so I'm not motivated by the money aspect of winning a competition like this, but I'm motivated by the fact that I can challenge myself because I didn't do it last year, and I want to win, and I'm going to win. And he looked at me dead in the face, and he goes, I am going to win this, and I'm going to become a world champion bodybuilder. I said, okay, John, the, you know, the, the entire town and the family behind you, let's do it. So off he goes. He flies to Florida, and we're watching on Facebook Live, right? He goes on and he does his thing, and then these huge guys come out, you know, and he's competing against everybody from around the world in his category right and then they announce the winner and oh my goodness he wins the slot he is the number one bodybuilder his name is john morgan jones and you can check it out world champion bodybuilder john morgan jones and he just and if anyone doesn't know my name is daniel m jones if you've seen that on anything and that the m stands for morgan so his name is john morgan jones my name is daniel morgan jones um and and he wins this top spot and i couldn't believe it i just like the determination in it was outrageous and i thought this is a guy who knew exactly what i wanted to do knew exactly how he was going to do it and he didn't give up so if he had given up at, at the age of 69 then he would have just failed he would have failed miserably he would have said okay this is me i'm done i'm giving up and that's it and he would have lost that chance he stuck at it and he did it again now this to me 
is a classic example of something I always say. There is no such thing as failure. There is only learning capability. So if you try something out and it fails, then you go, okay, that path clearly doesn't work. I'll do something else. You should never give up on a goal because it fails. If you fail on the first hurdle, most people do. Like 90% of people are going to fail on the first hurdle. It's very rare that you'll just kind of become an overnight success at anything you do. So you have to stick out it, stick it out, stick at it, do your goals, be the best person you can be. Now, the same with me, right? I want to talk to you. This is a smaller story. It's not extravagant as, as John's, but basically, um, I'm dyslexic and I never in a million years thought I'd ever be able to have a book out, but I'm dyslexic and I wanted to have a book out. And now I'm an international best-selling author. My book's out in three languages, on audio CD and on Kindle. And um, and it was just amazing feeling to have a book out that I'd written. Um, and, and I overcame it by finding a ghostwriter, you know? So there's, I'm dyslexic, but my ghostwriter isn't, you know, she's a professional writer. So th there's ways around doing everything and overcoming stuff. No, never ever doubt yourself because you are able to do it because you are awesome. And just like John, he, he, he failed and he got up and he did it and he absolutely nailed it. So remember, hit those goals, don't give up. This is awesome. So that was the podcast, guys. If you enjoyed it, please give this podcast a five-star rating and a raving good review because it really helps me out. And share this podcast with anybody who you think could benefit from listening to this motivational piece. Um, thank you so much for listening. Again, tweet me at The Aspie if you really want to get in touch with me. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram. You know, you can just check out The Aspie World. That's A-S-P-I-E world and I will definitely uh, converse with you and talk back there are no hesitations to do that so please do that I hope you enjoyed this and I am really looking forward to doing the next episode I'm going to talk about Asperger's syndrome symptoms in the next episode so if you're interested in Asperger's symptoms then definitely check that out and I'll see you in the next one thank you so much guys peace